0: Buzz 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 Welcome into at the buzzer the name stays the same Total Ralphie Radio that part changed we are still talking about Colorado Athletics whenever and however we can I am one half of your co-hosting duo Jack that is once again um introducing this this new brand of podcast um i'm just gonna sneak in ronnie james and Dion sanders for seo purposes sam hello
1: hello did you know that seo does not apply to what we say on the podcast uh,
0: well in this hyper society sam what other choice do we have uh, if not to become walking brands ourselves you know
1: well i'm sam hi (laughs) um
0: what are we talking about today
1: usually do this
0: um we are there's a few different things so right after our mics went cold um and the lovely ben burroughs stopped by for two hours to chat about everything that went right and wrong with last season's basketball Mm. team and looking towards the future um we got a a huge update in every sense of the word um so we'll talk about That new addition to the roster, I am extremely excited about that. Um, We'll talk about any another potential addition. Um, Tad actually just put out uh, a nice quote about that. You always can respect his his honesty. We'll talk about um, projections for next year on the men's and women's side. Um, Some important returnees for the women's side as well. Um, We'll probably talk about. I mean, why not? Let's talk about UConn, SDSU, and Iowa, LSU a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. there's another SEO term. There you go. Iowa LSU is is all the rage right now. Um, and talking about First Lady Joe Biden for some reason.
1: Um, and how Caitlin Clark? That's another buzz we buzz word. we almost beat her. We probably should have. You know, it's not for I, a third quarter from hell.
0: Well, we'll talk about this, I guess, in the recap. But I, I think in the games that Iowa was not playing eight on five, CU so probably gave them their best game. Um. But I digress. So, um, finally, we'll talk about what I wanted to talk about for months. And Sam has rejected, 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 out of hand, out of hand, you suck, Jack, all that stuff. We'll finally talk about spring football. Um, Some some early standouts we're excited about. He finally watched one quarter of a well-off media video. I have still kept up with all of them um and uh we're getting ever closer to the spring game a little bit less than three weeks away so of course we'll talk about the sellout um and i have some choice comments from online uh i'll call them haters um yeah let's dig in where do you want to start well uh let's do eddie lampkin
1: because that's the biggest news in terms of in terms of 6 foot 11 265 pound size um we have, our, we have our center for next year. He's very large. He's very strong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He is from Texas Christian University.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he stepped away from the team at the end of this year, so he didn't actually get to play in the NCAA tournament. But he has been fantastic in the minutes he's played. Um, just gobbles up rebounds, specifically mm-hmm. on the offensive glass. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't really used that much offensively at TCU because they have a player named Mike Miles who takes every shot Um, but he has nice touch he's not the best post player but again like he, he does create space he's good at sealing people off deep in the paint good at using his big body I think we're gonna like him a lot what do you see
0: um That was a really good intro. Yeah. Eddie Lampkin also two years of eligibility. I think important to note that out. He's not, he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, So, so he is not a one year rental. Um, (laughs) You actually, Sam, if you listened to anything I said in the last year uh, or texted, you would know I love Eddie Lampkin and loved him before I even knew he was going to transfer. Um, I love players like Eddie Lampkin and always have. He is, Huge, like just huge. Came into TCU at 320 pounds and has slimmed down every year, which is probably just good for his health. That does not matter. His frame is gigantic, um, and that's leading to a lot of comparisons I've seen from fans about like, oh, he's Evan Batty, and I don't think they're similar uh, in many ways other than they both are very big. um Eddie Lampkin has a totally different game. He's gonna he's gonna operate less around the high post like Evan Batty did. He's not going to be a guy who can take shots and wants to take a lot of outside shots. Um, and also, in terms of mentality, they both are fiery. I don't think they have the same mentality. I think that's the biggest thing Eddie Lampkin brings in for next year. And we talked about this with Ben. Very excited to see Eddie Lampkin because he is, by all accounts, from the TCU side, was the quote-unquote soul of the team. He was diving for oh, every loose ball.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Lampkin was? Yes.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, dope Do for every loose ball that he could. Constantly scrapped for everything. Um, is incredibly passionate when he plays. Similar to Batty, but more angry. Way more angry than Batty's uh mentality ever was, which I think is is needed a little bit on on next year's team. Um, you know the way we talked about him before too is kind of like what Tory Miller was supposed to be. I think um if he wasn't mm. hurt near the end of his career, and I see a lot of that there. Um, so. You know, six and six average last year doesn't jump off the page, um, and he's not going to replace what Lovering did in terms of team defense. I don't know if there's a guy out there that can replace what Lovering did in terms of team defense. What he does do is add a better passing option on the offensive side. his better hands. Um, he is able to. Finish. He has great hands. Yes, he's able to post up a lot, a lot more active, um, and he can still do one-on-one defense. Um, I don't know. I I love this ad. I love. The way he plays, a little bit of Bonsai Colson to his game in a way, not nearly as skilled. Mm. Um, but the That's a stretch. I was man. thinking
1: Cameron Ridley at Texas.
0: Mm. Oh wow, what a what a pull! Um, you know, he's not just a lug. he can move well, and he's just huge. And I love his passion. I think it's a great addition. Um, and CU beat out some huge uh, programs for uh, Eddie Lampkin. Michigan State was interested, dropped off, and I think his final six was was Georgetown. Cincinnati, Xavier, Colorado, uh, Missouri. That might have been it. But, you know, these are these are programs, all of which have more historical success, more money, better facilities, all that stuff than Colorado. Um, but he saw what he needed to see out here. And it helps that he played a lot with KJ Simpson. And um, I think in yeah, the club circuit. Yeah. So, um, yeah.
1: I think he even specifically mentioned KJ recruiting him.
0: Yes, he, he specifically mentioned his relationship with Tad and the relationship with KJ as the reason why he was able to pull the trigger without even visiting. And we will see him visit in the near future. I, uh, you know, will be hard to miss on play, campus. He's not ever going to play like thirty-five minutes a game. That's just not how he's going to operate. Um, but I do think he's. I. I don't know. I think that's a perfect addition to next year's starting lineup. And, and if you can trot out there with uh, KJ Simpson transfer option. Cody Williams, Tristan De Silva, Eddie Lampkin—that is a really, really, really interesting team to look at for next year.
1: Um, who does this change? What the second transfer is going to be?
0: So Tad mentioned—I um, don't know when he did this—but uh, uh Pat Rooney had some quotes from Tad that I thought made some. Had some interesting context to them um in in pat rooney's latest work so uh he didn't talk about Lampkin specifically but he did say quote um with the second uh, the, the one open scholarship left we've got things in the works for sure but we're going to be very picky we're going to be deliberate said boyle we want to find a better perimeter uh, uh, find a perimeter guy that can score the ball and shoot the ball we lost a big wing and Nick clifford we lost a big wing in. Quincy Allen, our biggest downfall offensively this year was our ability to shoot the ball and put the ball in the basket. I would like to address that and get a guy who's proven he can do that. We've got a couple of guys on the radar. If they don't work out, we'll move on to the next step. We'll be slow and de- deliberate, but if the right guy comes, we have to grab him.
1: Hmm. Okay, so Dalton Connect is top option.
0: Yeah, nice so sure. by a few guys on the radar, based going off the offers, I have some thoughts there. But, yes, Dalton Connect is number one with a bullet.
1: And those the others would be
0: uh another proven shooter a scorer from the big sky big sky player of the year entered the transfer portal and has confirmed colorado contact his name is it's not steel denver what is it steel davers steel shavers steel eastern washington guard um oh
1: okay i, uh, I don't know I these bah, bah, bah. Uh, names steel, change every day
0: steel venters steel venters who has played four <audio> years vocals. of college basketball already um last year at Eastern Washington he averaged 15 a game um and that, that was at uh 6 three point attempts a game made it a 37% clip so that is why he's being targeted is he is a pure shooter um and that was also 6-6 six 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 what... and was the yep he was the big sky deploy Yeah that's intense he is he's, he's legit he's legit um so you know he's legit because I believe his. Let me pull out the list of. I mean, Connect's list of uh, programs that I've reached out to him is hilarious. It's literally like every program worth anything. Um, let me pull out Steel Ventures list. He has received interest from. Are you ready? In Zag- Missouri, Butler, USF, Creighton, Colorado, Washington, UNLV, Santa Clara, Pepperdine, CSU, Marymount, Oregon, Florida, Washington State, USC, Stanford, Nebraska, and Wisconsin.
1: So like okay. a lot of people. I think they, there's a Gonzaga in there that I wish
0: wasn't there. And they need guards. So we yeah, will be aggressive. Yeah.
1: Um, was there any other names?
0: That you want to mention um yes i do still think that chance mcmillan is on the radar um okay.
1: yeah that's the grand canyon grand canyon guard chucker in, in the best way he has a really nice shot
0: yep uh i would mention two names that came out recently and this will be like in the next group that Tes's talking about if c strikes out with like these primo primo options um tamar bates out of high school see tad loved him Mm. out of high school indiana transfer he's not a shooter but indiana
1: oh no Um, not michigan state indiana yeah sorry
0: not a shooter but definitely a tag guard lefty long defensive all that stuff um and then shahada wells see you offered out of um Mm, i remember him uh uta and they went to tcu and he just he just transferred as well um he it didn't do much but i do know that there's a relationship there um so could you tell me i forgot to ask what happened with jamie dixon so any lampkin had a bunch of things happened any lampkin had a bunch of things happen last year he had a few deaths in the family including his brother and a suspected homicide which is going to mess you up yeah um and you know he was in a mentally poor place which affected how he performed obviously in every other part of his life obviously um so then he took some time away from the team. Apparently, Jamie Dixon then reached out to his mother and said, you know, sorry, going through this, we'll be as nice as we can with the transfer portal. And then his mom's like, Transfer portal, what? Um, and then all the stuff comes out, whether it's <laughs> these texts that Eddie Lincoln showed on Twitter between his mom and Jamie Dixon, where his mom accuses him of of treating players poorly and racist behavior and all this stuff, and doesn't know why Jamie Dixon's trying to push him towards the transfer portal and um so it was just a messy breakup. I just th- I just feel like it was a very public version of, you know, college kid that goes through a lot of stuff and coach doesn't want to deal with it, right? So. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 it's I think okay. a fresh start would be needed for him and, and welcome for him. Um, and then best case scenario, and this will not happen, it's rumored that this is already a done deal, but LJ Cryer played at the same high school as Eddie Lampkin. LJ Cryer is a shooter from Baylor that just entered the transfer portal. Arguably the best power five shooter in the country uh, at like six attempts a game this past year. He had his career. Wait, 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 percentage. hang on a
1: second. Have you seen
0: Jordan Hawkins play basketball? Cause I know you have. I have. He's good is too. This guy's a better shooter than him. Uh, percentage wise and volume wise, he's really, really good. <laughs> he's really, really good. Uh,
1: okay. Yeah, no, I see the 47% from three last year. Yeah. Um uh maybe still small sample. Oh never mind. 111 threes. He made 52. That's okay, that's pretty good. Uh yeah. career 43% shooter. Yeah. That's not uh, happening, right?
0: No, it's rumored that he's a, he's already done deal to Houston. Um but Okay. Also the guards, those guards that keep coming out, like Max Amos hit hit the transfer portal and he's going to Wichita yeah. State. But um What? Yeah, that's where, that's where Oral Roberts' coach was hired at Wichita State. Isn't so he... he follow his coach. Isn't he, like... He could go to Kentucky if he wanted to, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, but he's just following his coach. Why? Which, in Wichita State had money. He likes playing for the coach, dude. I don't know what to tell you. I don't even know why he stayed at
1: Oral Roberts. It's like, if you take Oral Roberts to 316, just go. He you likes playing for there. the
0: coach, man. Okay, damn. Um all right. And wh- literally as we were recording, here we go. Two new guards in the transfer portal. RJ Lewis. RJ Lewis, 12 points per game, five boards a game, all A10, all freshmen last year. So like going to be hey, UMass, okay. up somewhere good. Alabama guard Jaden Bradley just entered the transfer portal. Uh pretty on un- it seems like he's going to Arizona. Um but anyways, like it's it's a yeah. pretty good market for guards, honestly. Um and I think CU can can potentially make some moves. I don't know. Connect is wanted by everyone, but there, there's other options out there that are interesting.
1: Yeah, okay. Um no, I have nothing to add, really. Okay. Um did you see the way too early top 25 rankings we've been sending in the slack i saw the two
0: four seven one which is different yeah. than the one you sent. yeah
1: so john found the twenty four seven one, one where we're 25th in the way too early mm-hmm. and then i found mm-hmm. one on espn like i had to really dig deep to find that one on such a little small website but uh we're 13th on espns wow. which is a bit it's a bit dramatic um, I think that they're probably going to be trying to hype up um, Cody Williams and they want CU to be that good. So I think they're going to try. ESPN's trying to get out ahead of if CU is decent.
0: Interesting. OK. Um, I mean, also, we have great players coming back. It's yeah, yeah. That, no, that is really high, though. That's really I don't know high. About that.
1: I, I don't like it, actually. Um, but, like, this team should be good. This team probably should make the NCAA tournament like with the talent we have. Because, again, on paper, this will be, for the third or fourth year in a row, the most talented on-paper team we have. Um, we just have to figure out the leadership void. We have to figure out how to have consistent shooting and how to, like, I guess the leadership would kind of fix the chemistry issues we had this past season, um, and the consistency issues should figure out. Like this team has a lot to work on, but it's very talented, and Eddie Lamp can really f- fixes a lot of. I think a lot of the problems we had Or yeah. not fixes, but he should help. Yeah. especially I mean, if you're saying he's as is, good of a still leader. Still an
0: issue. Defense is still an issue,
1: but yeah, that's, but that's okay. Um,
0: yeah,
1: honestly, with the scheme we have, I think we'll be solid if players buy in because Cody Williams is a fantastic defender when he tries, he, he just hasn't tried really in high school because you don't really have to when you're six foot eight and the most talented athletic player on the court.
0: Right. I, and, and if, if CU manages to end, end up with someone like connect, uh, top 13 makes sense to me. Like connect is still just such a perfect fit. We talked about it with Ben. I don't think it's a possibility, but um, if it is, then um, that ends up being probably the best starting five in the Pac-12, just partially because of how great it is, and partially because this is a very big changing of the guard year in the Pac-12. UCLA is losing a lot of their faces of the program for the last four years. Arizona is doing yeah, the same, um, and yeah, Tiger,
1: Tiger might come back. Um, well, how?
0: How could that happen?
1: What he has another year left if he wants it. He has the what? fifth year. Um
0: oh my god, I'm so sorry.
1: Adam Bona might come back um uh, because he's a fringe first round prospect and those guys tend to come back at times. um yeah, but not, Bailey might, might come back too. That is insane. Adam Bona that is, well Adam Bona is okay, so he's from Turkey. Uh, um and I, I guess the NIL doesn't Help as much for the international players because of different international rules. So maybe he leaves. But yeah, they should be good. Arizona's gonna be good. USC's gonna be good. USC is bringing in like the number one prospect. I college high great. Yeah, yeah. I just can't. Plus, I don't probably. have it in my
0: heart to be scared of an Indian field team. I know I should, but
1: they will probably have Brownie James too. If we don't get him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he's going my to little miss. brother. Texted me. My little brother texted me, oh, Brownie James might be linked to CU. And he sent me, like, the article I wrote.
0: <laughs> and I was like, Simon, that's bullshit. Yeah, it is. Um, so, USC will be good next year. But that is an experienced CU team that has plenty of firepower in the starting lineup. And a great mix of roles. And easy shot making, easy shot take. That's just, like, I mean, but... That's why Connect one is one of my one, because he brings a lot of that to anyone. So um 25 and 247 is early top 25, 13 on ESPN. Bart Torvik has CU at 21 right now, returning in terms of analytics. Yep, saw that. Which is nice. Um and it, yeah, this this we'll see how that last scholarship goes. If CU can really nail um grabbing option 1A or 1B. Uh, which which one of the big sky gunners they want that is incredible i'm not betting on that i'm betting that CU will have to go a little bit down the list you know the shooter caleb grill from iowa state has been mentioned with CU interest he's he's an old guy who's shot in a lot of threes at uh the big 12 level um and yeah CU's going for a gunner and Zip they know down. they're going for a gunner so um, yeah, um what was i gonna say oh, i had something else
1: Oh, yeah, the, the, the Maui Invitational stuff. Um, I misread this. I got excited. I thought that we were going to be in the Maui Invitational this year, but it will be next year. In an incredible players, field, man. <laughs> incredible um, field. Oh, KJ will be a senior that year if he stays. Eddie Lambkin will be a senior that year if he stays. Cody Williams will be a sophomore if he decides not to be the first pick in the draft. Um... <laughs> Maybe we can get the NIL money to get Tristan back for a fifth year.
0: Yeah, maybe.
1: I mean, no, Uh, who's in the field? Who's in the field? You you wrote this down. Oh, I have. Uh, Okay. Connecticut, national champions. North Carolina. Auburn. Colorado. Dayton. Mm -hmm. Iowa State. Mm -hmm. Memphis. Mm Mm-hmm. Great field. Uh, I mean, yeah, it is college basketball, and it's two years away, so it is impossible to say which of those teams will be good. I can say which of the teams will be be bad. Um, Maybe they might be too good, because even their bench players are getting fucking draft buzz right now. Donovan Klingon might go, be a first-round pick after averaging 15 minutes a game. He's so good. My God.
0: Yeah, I. Um, I mean, even, so let's just get in. I mean, let's just get into the natty talk. Um, I wanted yeah. to hate UConn so much
1: more than I do. Because, I know, and I was pushing back. I will be very proud of myself for pushing back
0: on that. Well, I just, I didn't, you know, I, I guess entering the tournament, I thought they were shaky. I thought their offense would fail them, and then in the tournament, they shoot a I lot of threes. You say, yep. And in, in the tournament, you're anti threes. <laughs> yep, I didn't want to root for the one guy left that actually won a national championship before because it's lame um but uh, you know i guess i shouldn't i shouldn't uh prosecute the sons for the sins of the father and this specific yukon team is awesome i just watched them last night oh, yes like, they are they're just they're, yeah. just they're just sweet andre jackson is amazing sunogo is oh okay now you're buying in on this and they got shot about andre everywhere. jackson for you. You have, and so I, you and I both love Jackson. Cause he just thought he's like, he's the perfect dirty work player. He's like a uh, souped mm-hmm. up Dalen Terry, souped up all that stuff.
1: Um, you didn't have to pander to me, but yes.
0: <laughs> and, well, and Sonogo is, is my type of guy. Sonogo is a big, who knows he's big and he just says, I'm going to take over this game when you give me the ball. And then he does it and mm-hmm. it's great skill size, all that stuff. Um, and then yeah. of course you got the Gunners on the outside. Dawkins is incredible to watch. Um, Hawkins, he literally does not stop running. I cannot. I like, he's
1: just doing figure eights. I love that. Yeah, and he's going
0: to be good yeah in the NBA Dan Hurley has the op- opposite way. of the Bobby Hurley offensive system, where Bobby Hurley's just dribble the air out of the ball and then chuck it. And apparently, Dan mm-hmm. Hurley is like, "I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to let everyone else move, and they're all just going apparently be better than every other calls team at figuring out where to go." He has very nice offensive sets. Just the way,
1: like, they get little double screen actions going on. They get little hand It's so pretty. Especially because, like, the way they minimize the player's weaknesses, maximize the strengths. Like, Andre Jackson can't shoot shit, and he becomes the center of everything for them. Beautiful. Beautiful basketball.
0: Yeah, I it's well, and I love the San Diego State team too, which is kind of the opposite of beautiful basketball. They do clamp down, yeah, and they made it a run at the end there against UConn. UConn was just a death star, but leading up to it, like San Diego State just had a lot of grit. Um, a lot of which is I know so cliche, but they did, and their team is just like physically huge, which helps because in the tournament, famously, refs or whistles at times when they wouldn't otherwise, so like that worked out. Um just a bunch of stuff. And uh I liked both teams. I'm glad they made it that far. UConn was just too good. And then I you know, yeah, you gotta tip your hat. One of the most dominant tourney runs ever. I think they trailed for five minutes total.
1: Yeah, I mean the average
0: difference of twenty points, which yeah. is intense
1: like just crazy.
0: I, I think I'm um, also as someone pointed yeah, out, Andrew Hurley, the coach's son. Finished every game, played all six games of the tournament as like a walk-on bench clear. And it's like, that is, that is insane. That's incredible. Yeah.
1: Uh, I am looking at the transfer portal right now a little bit more, but we're talking. Okay. Um, Where is, fuck, I lost it. Okay. We see our old friend Kudus Wahab, the Georgetown Center. Yeah. Um, Hunter Salas is leaving Gonzaga. Yes, that was kind of it. Okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I thought I thought you were gonna have thoughts on those. Um, no. T- 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 okay. Okay. Well, my bad. Any updates on the uh,
0: <laughs> the other transfers we we're looking at? Mustafa Amzil, stuff like that. Uh, he hasn't committed yet. Um okay. I, I would say the next big fish in the transfer portal of Michigan's entire team is leaving, so they're gonna go hard now. Ederson Dudes. Okay. Um Hunter Dickinson is confirmed either Georgetown or Maryland as a transfer. Um Damn. he's from that area. I think Maryland, because I think Maryland just hired his high school coach. Um Traymond Mark coming out of Houston would be like the dream guard. I love Traymond Mark, but he is the the opposite of a shooter, so uh not gonna work um yeah severe wheeler also loves severe wheeler from kentucky opposite of a shooter so not gonna work for cu but love him caleb love is pretty much gone to indiana for sure um i don't know Ace Ball where? probably kentucky or or arkansas those are the two options right now okay I think Arkansas is waiting to see if if Bayfall qualifies. They, of course, think he will qualify. Everything we've heard is that maybe he won't, but
1: we shall see. he looked terrible in the McDonald's All-American game. And apparently he looked bad all week long at the scrimmages.
0: Yikes. Um, TJ Bamba is also CU's white whale. I don't know if that's going to happen, but Tad loves TJ Bamba. That's probably also in that first group. And would be an incredible ad to be to be clear. Also, great shooter. Yeah. No, very very good. physically gifted. All that stuff. What um, about
1: Cole Bajuma, our our guy?
0: I've heard nothing about him. Graham Ek is likely going good. to Providence with Kim English. Um, so Ek. Oh for e. fuck! E.
1: Uh, Nate Tomlinson went there, by the way, too. He just followed Kim English
0: there. Good. I love that. Nate Tomlinson might be our next coach then. Um. <laughs> Yeah, nothing crazy. Yeah, I, um, I um, oh also go ahead. Yeah. You go ahead. I was changing topics. Um well I was going to say to, to bring this all together, um I don't know. That Yukon demolishing was impressive. They were it's fun for them to win after a pretty long time in the desert. And interestingly to me, pretty low on transfers, right? Not that many transfers uh, impacted that team. I think
1: Newton, Tristan Newton, was a transfer. Okay. That's it.
0: Just seems it seems interesting there. If you can hit it right, then and you can get the right chemistry, then that's still I think the way to go. But it's hard to do that.
1: Also worth noting that Andre Jackson was like apparently the first captain Dan Hurley named in like twenty years. Because he was such a a presence for them.
0: Yeah, yeah and he, I we both like Andre Jackson. He is not transferring. Um,
1: uh, he I actually might come. He's he's coming back instead of being a fringe.
0: I I saw his quote uh, where he pick. said, "I'm the only way I leave is if Dan Hurley tells me to." And I said, "That's <laughs> I love I love that relationship."
1: Um, Future head coach of UConn. There. Uh,
0: other question: Did you watch the Iowa LSU game?
1: i watched the highlights okay oh actually i didn't i watched the final four highlights okay
0: kim mulkey is an insane person
1: um i did i did see those i saw that yeah
0: uh oh I, yeah I no thought, she's a she's isn't she kind of a dick yes yes okay <laughs> um and i i thought the way that was, was insanity giving caitlin clark a tech for something that was the most innocuous ball removal from their huddle of all time i don't know i i was not a fan of that um and i guess we can talk about what everyone else is talking about where people got mad at how lsu players talk their shit um which i think is super weird because like why wouldn't you you just won a national title but whatever uh mm-hmm. you know whatever people are weird we don't have to get into that it's just been that, that was like the first time like, on every like sports talk show today and a famous, I fa- I saw that uh, Dave Portnoy uh, said that they were classless for doing that. Which, mm, yeah, he's also um, an idiot. He's interesting. Yeah. So talk of shit. They won, I guess. Uh, and good for them. And Caitlin Clark is running it back next year, which I'm terrified of.
1: Yeah. Um, but the C women team will also be very good next year. They're talk returning. About running it back. Talking about running it back. Yeah. They're returning Quay Miller and Jalen uh, and everybody else on the team, except for Tayana Jones is the only one graduating. And we should have known oh, this Oh, no. Because,
0: I love watching her. That sucks.
1: Well, okay. She was a fifth-year senior. She couldn't come back. Mm, um, okay. And th- she was the only one they honored at senior day, which should have been telling um, of what Shay and Quay were doing. Or not Shea. Jay. Uh, Shay. They have Tay, Jay, and Quay. <laughs> um, they're going to be really good. Yes. Um, right Aaron now, Ed the two Monle scholarships over. Be...
0: Heads up, they are two We're scholarships two scholarship over. over. Right uh huh. Okay.
1: Charlotte Forman's Whitaker coming is coming back. Graduating? No.
0: Whitaker is coming yeah, back, Forman but coming back. the Cobra scholarship doesn't count against the scholarship limit, so she is technically under scholarship, okay. but it doesn't count against the limit.
1: Where are you seeing that there are two scholarships over? Because I think Quay is also on the fifth year COVID.
0: Oh, well, then maybe they aren't. I saw that. Then Sherrod is also the fifth year. Well, then maybe they aren't over the limit. They just have that many scholarships. Um, And then they're also adding two top 100 recruits next year. The Eric yeah. point guard, Kennedy Sanders. Um, J.R. Payne has a type for point guards, I guess.
1: They yeah, need Kennedy. And, chaotic.
0: and named oh. Kennedy. Oh, yeah. never mind. Um, I don't know. They are going to and and as you mentioned, CU is getting some hype for next year as they should have. That's a three sixteen team, bringing pretty much everyone back, top four scorers back, plus adding some nice mm-hmm. pieces in. Um, and where are they slotted now? Yeah, and the tournament. and like
1: Tayana Te- Te- was a very good defender and a great team player, but like not a very good offensive player. So I think <laughs> it's fine
0: unless she's playing like, Middle Tennessee and or and then she'll just pop yeah. off for like eight threes. Yeah, um, she
1: she uh, hit a few threes in the against Stanford too, uh, in that home game. Um, she she's a big game player. What were you gonna say?
0: Well, I think CU so landed at top twenty next year, right? For too early look ahead.
1: Yeah, I think they were like twenty one or so on ESPN's way too early thing, which is about I, that what seems
0: fair. Play. That seems fair. Yeah, yeah, I, because uh, like
1: the thing with women's basketball is everybody plays four years. And with NIL now, all the best players are playing five years because they make more money on NIL than at WNBA,
0: which I think is a good benefit of NIL and a cool thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, let's here's my final transition Is is it possible, Sam, that next year CU has a revenue sport renaissance RSR with those three all getting pretty big hype? Of course, the third being football.
1: Yeah, that'd be nice. Has the I, football. Ha, have we ever had a good men and women's basketball yes. uh, team and football yes. at the same
0: time? So I think the best year. What,
1: 2003?
0: In, probably, actually. It's probably a good one. But I, I was going to say, I think the best year in um, CU Athletics history is probably that 96, 97 year. New Highville hadn't fully destroyed the team yet. Um, mm-hmm. So I think they're pretty good on football, <laughs> and that was a Chauncey Billups NCAA tournament year, and that was also, yes, I think, the round. height of Seal Berry's po- powers. Um, okay. So I think that was probably a pretty high watermark. Um, yeah, this is J. J. I also, I was born. That's true. And as was I. <laughs> um, yes, and that in year... 97? Yes, that year, CU was 10-2 and 2 in football and won the Holiday Bowl. 7-1 um, in conference. Hmm. Um, the... Who's our quarterback, quarterback was Coy Detmer. Um, hmm. Herschel Troutman was a leading rusher. Leading receiver was Ray Carruth. What um, if I told you...
1: Wait, hang on a second. Uh, you could have said second leading receiver. It would have been also fine.
0: Second leading receiver was Phil Savoy.
1: Yeah, see, I would have mentioned that one only.
0: <laughs> uh, well, more importantly, I think that was Chris Naoli's year, too.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, okay, that's what I was wanted. Um,
0: Top ten anyways, pick, Chris
1: Naoli. That's
0: yeah. right. Ralphie report, Avatar, Chris Naoli. Um, I think there's a possibility that next year has a, a nice level of excitement for our, for all of those. Basketball has the best recruit ever coming in, plus some great returners and a potential incredible transfer portal addition. Um, women's basketball has everyone coming back. A coach has taken to the Sweet Sixteen off a fresh extension. And football, of course, is literally the most popular program of college football right now, which is crazy to say. Um, so they sold out a spring game recently. We thought they would, and they did, which isn't crazy. Um, once again, so well, they, they can do that with general time. admission. Uh, they had less seats available. So they basically said people are going to spread out more with GA, 45,000 seats available. Um, first come, first serve, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah and throw some hands yes and and for those of us who are not attending like sam chris fowler and rg3 are commentating which is like the dream commentating duo for acu spring game very excited for that um yeah i'm excited for that and and sam recently had was inundated and finally had to watch a well-off media spring practice video or at least two minutes of one
1: yeah yeah, I, I was watching the Deion Sanders speech that he gave, uh, and I got bored and turned
0: it off. That's insane to me. How much bad CU football have you watched in the last 10 years, and you're watching finally good players, and you're like... See,
1: well, I didn't get to the practice part, because... You could have! I had... You could have skipped! In my defense, I had 15 minutes to watch a 15-minute video, and then you wanted to record 15 okay. minutes early. So you, I had Here's to what we're going to do. Are you
0: ready? Here's what we're going to yeah. do. Go to our DMs, no, click on that it. link. Yes, go on the DMs, That's click great. on that link. <laughs> you know how on YouTube now they have like the most watched thing? Like they can tell you what people watch. Like they have a graph if you highlight over the, the time bar. Do you know what I'm talking no. about?
1: I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: Okay, so I'm going to open this link with you live. This is incredible podcasting. This is the the perfect thing okay so i i just opened up the youtube video okay i got a yeah. 15 second ad for the disney channel after the 15 second ad where i'm gonna show you how to do this okay i gotta watch this live
1: to Let you know i don't understand any of the ads like it it's great
0: okay we're gonna watch this live all right i got a second ad but i can skip it it's for a mayor coach thing. prime yeah.
1: tells the team if this happens your locker room will be cleaned out immediately yes
0: Okay, I so if you that. hover yeah. over the time lapse bar, right? If you hover over the bar, where you can yeah. skip ahead. Do you see like the? Oh, graph? I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So go to the part that says most replay. So ten minutes and twenty three seconds. Who is this? In.
1: Who is this coach who's bald and headbutting players wearing helmets?
0: Bill o- uh Where he oh, looks no, like Trevor Reilly. Riley. That's Trevor Riley. He played at Utah. He's he's a special. He's a guy. crazy person. Yeah, Utah defensive end. Go to ten minutes. And you will watch number one offense versus number one defense for a few plays. Okay. Okay. That okay. is actual practice footage. You dingus. Um, dingus. Oh, nice catch. Who was that? I don't know what numbers they are. No, the, no one has numbers. They're earning their numbers. That was a thing that Deion Sanders implemented.
1: All right. That's funny. It's like <laughs> he'll just rank it from zero. 95,
0: 90 I, I mean, he basically said that one through ten is off limits, and he will choose who his numbers one through ten. Two. So is how do the coach taken? Because that's a quarterback. Who is
1: who is that? Who is that running back? Anthony Hankerson. Who's... Oh, okay, okay, I know him. He's tiny. Yes, you do okay. Is he like 5'7"?
0: Uh, no, he's around five ten.
1: Sure. Is that like a Jack Barsh five ten? When you are actually.
0: No, it's not. I never, I okay. never claimed to be five ten. What? You, what? <laughs> oh my god. Um. So you watch some of that while you're doing that? We, we still f- pull, Is Charlie Offerdahl on the team? Yeah. Yes, he was the running back in the second. And Deion Sanders. Okay. Loves yeah, I saw Charlie Offerdahl. Deion Sanders, running back, loves and I like, Charlie Offerdahl. Are be they a wearing
1: special? Are they wearing, why isn't he not on scholarship? They're wearing special concussion helmets? Yes. My question is, why don't they always wear these? I know it looks dumb, but.
0: That's a good question. I don't know why. (laughs) I feel like they should. (laughs) Who cares if it looks dumb? Yeah. If your head works. Do you remember? Um, I remember Wes Welker wore
1: a special concussion helmet, and the immediate question was, why don't they all have these?
0: Yeah, seriously. Okay, are you ready? I pulled some comments. I won't say from where, but a Husker-specific part of the internet, (laughs) Nebraska-specific part of the internet, and this is the beauty of having spring practice Do they have internet out there? Sometimes. And the quote is, I know this isn't technically Husker-related. I just watched Coach Prime's first practice on YouTube. Is it just me, or do Colorado players look really small? (laughs) Let's read the comments, shall we? Yeah. Number one, and I appreciate this one. Yeah, uh, Georgia Southern was also considerably smaller. (laughs) They lost to Georgia Southern last year.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Next one. Fuck Colorado. Okay, good, good. Next one. Can't spell scumbag without CU.
1: Okay, creative.
0: Next one. Hey, I thought the same thing. Next one. The coaches at the beginning seem like low-quality motivational speaker.
1: That was true.
0: Next one. The opening was a cringy shit I've ever off, seen. Actually. In fact, the whole thing was cringy. And yes, you are correct. They were the worst Power 5 team last year, so that makes sense.
1: All right. Am I just going to... Is this a live reaction to YouTube comments now? This is a YouTube show. Oh, oh sorry. What board are we on? Are we on Don't Huskers? Worry about it. Don't worry about it.
0: I yeah, just think okay, it's sorry. interesting that they are are uh, you know watching the same videos that we're watching. and. Going yeah. away with different conclusions. Fandom is cool like that.
1: Um, yeah. Although I did just ask, how small are our running backs?
0: Oh, I know. you. I, I think... wanted to also prove that you sound like a Nebraska fan. It's, it's the other thing I wanted oh, to say. Oh, okay. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, you do. Appreciate so, it. So, uh, um, I've watched well, all of these.
1: Is there anything we're looking for moving into the spring game? Because we
0: have two and a half weeks. <laughs> yes absolutely um uh, yeah you said my depth chart was bad it was not your fault a lot of movement um so yeah, I don't this know who any of these guys are. this next part is like who is the fuck is one, Shane right? Cox? dude yeah. you can't come on <laughs> <laughs> come on man you can't say stuff like that
1: <laughs> I'm just looking there's that just hurts names my to my feelings. me
0: Shane Cokes is like <laughs> my favorite ad, my favorite trans. I've talked about it like so many times. And you're just... God. What do I even try, man? It's all... You're just such a hater. Chance Maine, off the team. That's why your depth chart's bad.
1: Oh, okay. I see. Where'd he go?
0: No one knows yet. Um, Yeah, so what you're looking for, number one, of course, clean bill of health. You don't want any injuries. Um, Number two, you're looking for... In my opinion, I'm looking at like coaching staff, how the coaching staff is different. Right now, I'm expecting to be the offense, the offense to be ahead of the defense, which is kind of backwards for a lot of spring football. But because of how simple our offensive system is, especially compared to the Nick Saban matchup zone that we're moving to on defense, like offense needs to be better than the defense right now. And it kind of looks like it's that's hmm. what's happening. Um, also, just more established playmakers on the, that side of the ball. You have Travis Hunter and Shadur Sanders added in, Sadie Triore is added in. Like Jimmy Horn Jr. added in, a lot of established playmakers got added, and they should mm-hmm. be showing out while the schemes are still being installed. Um, other thing you're looking at is general, I guess like the Nebraska fan said, general size of the team. I don't necessarily agree with that CU is the smallest power five team. Um, in fact, I would say that CU's offensive line is one of the largest in the country, but I digress. Um, so you're looking at I mean, it- physicality. S-
1: Savion Washington is massive.
0: Yeah. So Ad, Adam Adam Tiger has gotten into a few practices now, and he says that the starting tackles, as we can see it right now, are Savion Washington and, and Jared Christian Lichtenhand. So the average height of our oh, starting tackles damn. is six nine, and the average weight of our starting tackles is three fifteen. And it's like not uh, how's small. Uh,
1: the the Florida transfer Yusef Bill? How's he doing?
0: Uh, he's okay. He was supposed um, to be good, no? He was a pretty high-rated uh, – he was pretty highly-rated prep guy, but offensive line is always kind of a crapshoot. Of the three transfers they had out, he was the lowest rated. The other two that were really good went to USC, Ethan White, and I'm blanking on the other guy. Um, but, I, you know, as Nebraska fans pointed out, so he was the worst team in the Power Five last year by a pretty significant margin. So a lot of room between. He's a pretty good offensive lineman, and he can help CU. Right, that is a large area of he's better than what CU has, and he's a really good player. Um, so I think he is better than what CU had, and he and, and in that sense, he's an upgrade. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's I I am still continually impressed by. Jimmy Horn. I was glad to see that Montana Lemonius Craig made a trip down to Miami with Shadour Sanders over spring break. Glad to see that the old and the new are, uh,
1: Oh, I, I saw them sitting together courtside at the CU football games or basketball games.
0: Yeah. I, I like seeing that. I love my boy, uh, Montana. I hope he, I hope he starts to play the bunch next year. And yeah, um, Based off some of the things we're hearing, we are at CU is not done on the wide receiver depth chart turning it over sounds like there's two or three more players coming in, which is insane. So, um, you know, iron sharpens iron. And uh, yeah, I don't know these the videos are very fun for me to watch as a CU fan. Um, They just came back from spring break and it appears that their first practice back was just Deion Sanders making them run a bunch of sprints. So um, I think they are trying to work people out, basically. Like, if people mm-hmm. don't want to do the work, then you can leave. And based off of his comments, I would expect another 10 players or so after Spring to come in. So if we're 10 scholarships over right now, and we're expecting 10 more players, I would expect about another 20 scholarship players to seek greener pastures.
1: Um, And would those include players who just came in?
0: Potentially. I, I mean, I wouldn't bet on those guys leaving, but potentially.
1: Okay, The. If if not who like is it players who kind of just get paper over or like players who are maybe not good enough to start and now they don't really want to put in the work to be bench players?
0: So this is all kind of new, right? Deion Sanders is definitely the guy who uses the transfer portal the most, and the transit portal in general is pretty new, but um I think <laughs> He is treating this as if you do not help us next year the way you need us to. You need to. You should go seek more playing time elsewhere. Um, mm. and you know Jackson State, he brought in over eighty new players his first year. I don't think CU is going to get to eighty, but I do think CU is going to get to about sixty new players, um, scholarship wise, which is out of eighty five, a huge chunk. <laughs> um, uh-huh. like, uh huh. This is like um last
1: chance you territory
0: uh you know the the big worry is they don't gel right but the the other the 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 counter to that is you have arguably the easiest coach in the country to know like what he needs that like you know what the culture is easy to guess right like Deion sanders is not hiding what the team culture is so um they don't necessarily have to gel they just have to gel to what Deion sanders needs them to do
1: i would also say it doesn't matter if you gel if you're also bad at football
0: which exactly. is what we see from everything adam said about last year the the locker room had great vibes <laughs> so you know oh sure did. <laughs> um yeah i don't know i would expect some more changes coming up and uh definitely trying to work some guys out i continue to be i continue to laugh out loud um, at Sal Sanseri, our new defensive tackles coach for being the most hilarious caricature of a defensive tackles coach of all time. Um, So in in the, in the latest round of videos, he basically said like what you just did out there isn't going to work for my position group. You can go play any other position. If you do that shit again, it's just like, all right, you are hilarious. Just this five, eight stout Italian guy, just yelling, yelling at these monsters.
1: All the time. I was gonna say being a sixty-three-year-old Italian American really makes this. I know. He's from, man. oh, and, the and the he's he from Pittsburgh.
0: Hat, oh my God, he's. I know. I know. Okay. Yeah. And the way he okay. wears his hat is the most trucker hat wear of all time. And his his pre his pre-practice speech was, "Look at my body. I ain't worth a shit." But I was an All-American because I ripped your throat out. And you're like, oh my God, dude. <laughs> Oh, you know, oh, He was even hires you three times, then something's gone right. He was a
1: practice squad player for the Pittsburgh Steelers also. You don't get there unless you are.
0: I, well, I mean, hey, if we're talking about him more, let's just him. continue to talk about his incredible um, resume since 2000. Are you ready? Nick Saban's linebackers coach at LSU. Nick Saban's linebackers coach at Michigan State, 2001. Carolina Panthers DL coach from 02 to 08. So, a few Super Bowl, right? Super Bowl appearance in there. Alabama, assistant head coach and linebackers coach, 09 to 11, Saban again. Tennessee, defensive coordinator in 2012. Florida State, defensive end coach, 13 and 14. So, there's two natty rings right there. Oakland Raiders, linebackers coach for three years in the NFL, 15 to 17. Mm -hmm. Florida's defensive line coach in 18. Alabama's outside linebackers coach again for three years in 19 to 21. So, there's more rings. Last year, he was a special assistant to the head coach off the field, and now he's back on the field as the defensive tackles coach.
1: I see a Chris Jenkins, a Julius Peppers, a Mike Rucker. Those are very good players.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I mean, Peppers I mean, I could at kill Alabama Julius Peppers. at linebackers at Alabama, especially in that early part, oh nine to eleven. Holy crap, some monsters, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Rolando McClain. Real,
1: yeah, I was about to say. Okay, that's um.
0: Yeah. Anyways, he is a Uh, he's a caricature and it's very wait, hang on.
1: He has his two sons are named Tino and Vinny.
0: Yes. I'm telling you, dude, he's a cartoon character. Um also very impressed by Oh, I know Vinny Sinceri. Yeah,
1: yeah, you do. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. He was very good.
0: Yeah. Um, very impressed with Nick Williams on the defensive side. I know we've mentioned this before, but he'd never been an on field coach. He was a recruiting staffer for AM in Georgia the last few years. So he's basically known as like a super recruiter. And that's kind of borne out. This is the first time I'm on the field. And his vibe, you can watch, I'll send you a, a video, Sam, you can just watch his vibe. If we're talking about South Sensari as the classic old school coach, this to me is like the perfect framework for a new school coach. And uh I think he's going to be in the NFL or a head coach at in college in like the next. Five years. The dude is incredible. So anyways. maybe he can be our head coach after. No, that will likely, happens. I hope to God, it's a smooth transition to Sean Lewis after four years of success.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry.
0: Um after four years of success. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, man. Spring game's coming up. I'm excited. And uh we'll have to start keep talking about um high performers in practice. We'll get some articles out. Uh, but verbally, I'll just say. Jimmy Horn, man. And Shane Koch, you ass. Um I just are my two favorites. I was
1: just scrolling through the depth chart and just picked the name out of random because I just don't know who any of these people are, mostly.
0: You will. I'll make sure you know.
1: I try my hardest. It's um, just a lot.
0: You said right, 60 well, new players on the team? Not right now. I think we're at about at like 45 right now, but I would expect us to that end is somewhere so in the many high players. Features. That we've never seen something of. like this before in Power Five football, man. That's all I'm saying. We've just never seen something like this before. So um I don't know. Nebraska fans, I think, will be upset at how uh how little um turnover or how little holdover there is from year to year. Yeah, and we kept I, the good of, of course they're talking shit about CU size. God. Oh! they just
1: make me so mad. We're we're gonna claim Christian Gonzalez as our
0: pro bowler, right? Mel Tucker sure will. Yeah, that's okay. He's a grifter. Okay. I don't mind. I mean, why not? Why don't we throw CU's hat the Jalen Hurts ring? Why can't? Why can't Hurts we tried to him? Well, maybe we did. Who's to say we didn't? Um. Anyways, I am out of thoughts. Do you have any thoughts?
1: I have. No thoughts, just vibes.
0: And your vibes are poor, based out the football team, because you don't like watching the things you should like watching. You'll like watching the spring game, at least, because Fowler's on. I'll watch the spring game on replay. Good. All right, well, I'm done. All right, I'm done. Cool. Buzz! 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 Boss! <laughs> Boss!